Hello and welcome to the Foxy Digitalis podcast. I am Brad Rose. First one of the year, January 12th. Um, getting a little bit of a late start, but that's okay. I mean, Foxy D didn't really actually come back till this week. So um, how's everybody doing? How's everybody's holidays and all that shit? Did you guys get some time off? At least some rest? I don't know. Things have been good here. Uh, getting, like I said, getting back at it this week, just trying to Get back into the swing of things. Um, some cool stuff over on the site this week, if you haven't seen it. Um, today, there is a Jewel Garden mix on site. You know, sometimes it's my website. I get to take advantage of that and do stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a mix of stuff that's upcoming on the Jewel Garden this year. A lot of it is obviously my own work, my projects, but there's some non-me stuff too. Um, yeah, really excited about what's... I don't know. I'm excited about a lot of stuff I'm working on this year and just see what happens and got some cool stuff on some other labels coming too. And yeah. So I guess like the biggest thing this week, um, there's no album of the week doing it a little bit different before I get into all that though. I just want to say it's, it's a hell of a thing within a few days of each other, like losing Phil Kneeblock and, Yassos. And I, I was saying to somebody, it's like the two of them passing within a few days of each other feels like a sign of something. I don't know. It's, um, but I, I just, I want to say a little something about Phil. I, I just, I think like Phil Niblock was kind of one of my musical, I hate to use the word heroes. That's weird. But somebody that is, I, had so much admiration for, um, feel like really just inspired by, I don't know. I think I was talking about this. Uh, I recorded a songs of our lives earlier this week with someone. We were talking about how, like what a inspiration, like somehow we were talking about, we we're talking about Lauren Connors and then started talking about Phil, but kind of cut from the same cloth. It's, you know, it's the lifer mentalities like the always, like Phil was 90 and was still game and was like still doing stuff, still, you know, wanting to do the gig, wanting to like hang out, be with people, hang out with people just like was such a good positive force. And that's been like the really moving thing this week is just seeing all these stories from all corners of the music and, I mean, not even just music, film, you know, I mean, Phil's an amazing filmmaker, amazing photographer, just seeing all these people from all these different corners just talk about their experiences with Phil, knowing Phil, like, and how he was just always this positive, generous force for good. And I just think that's so admirable and amazing. And it's a gargantuan loss. I, you know. I'm not the one to put that in context, but not a lot of, not a lot of field niblocks have ever existed. I mean, the only one has ever existed, but not a lot of people like that. Um, don't come around that often. So, uh, yeah, 
Anyway, I I did I'm put a link in the show notes. I did a interview with him about a year and a half ago, which like Lawrence English helped set up. Um and I did a Fox Digital's radio episode back when my show on Radio Coyote that lasted for about a year. It's actually the final episode of the of the show I ever did. Um anyway, it's got an interview and some music. So I linked to that in the show notes. I think it's it's really good listen. Really I was listening to it again and got pretty emotional and um it's just yeah, it's a hell of a thing. So Bill Niblock and yeah, so I didn't you know, I, I know a lot less about yeah, so there's a really good piece from uh Brent Sirota that is on Aquarium Drunker. I'll link that too. So anyway, on with the show. Like I said, no album of the week this week. We'll get back to that next week. Um I have no idea how the fuck I'm gonna pick one in the week of March twenty second. Holy crap, if you see it March twenty second, there's new uh Rosalie, Julia Holter, Mizu, um shit, what's the other one I'm missing? There's another big one. I don't even know. It's just like murderer's row, man. Um uh spoiler, I'm probably gonna pick the Rosalie album. This is oh my god, love her. Anyway, this week, what I did is I, I, resolutions are a weird thing. I kind of do resolution kind of, I don't know, just kind of intentions. Maybe that's it. Um, one of the things, there's a couple of things I want to do with this podcast this year. One is have some recurring guests, people who stop by every, you know, monthly or so. And we just talk about stuff. I don't know. We'll see, you know, it'll be kind of different every time. And those two of the, those people, we'll see who else, you know, turns out how it all kind of plays out. But two of those people, first two people I knew I wanted to do that with are, the guest today. So there's Sam Malincon from Debacle Records, who I've done the 11th Hour podcast with for uh, almost two years now. And um, the wonderful Nina Dante, who's just become my friend and a very important person in my life. And every time we talk about stuff, it just, it feels good and interesting. And so it was like, okay, Nina needs to be on here more. So what I did is um, I had two different things that I'm hoping to do this year with my own life and related to Foxy D and my creative practice and all that. And I thought, oh, hey, I'll talk to these two people about those things and see what they're thinking about too. And so that's what we did. So first up is Sam and then um, next will be Nina the music that I'm going to play in between here. So uh, there's a Charlottesdown album coming out on Debacle sometime this year. So there is a clip from that here. And then uh, Nina and I are we're working on an album. That's further down the road. But we also have a single coming out. Uh, I, I'm going to say this right now. I haven't even proposed this to her, but I think she'll like the idea. I want it to come out on Valentine's Day. The song's done, so I think we'll see. Um, so there's a little clip from that here. And then, yeah, so Sam and Nina, new friends of the show, recurring guests. Um, and I talk about another thing I want to do in the Nina section that I'm hoping to have a segment of here in the coming weeks. And otherwise, yeah, that's it. Um, thanks for listening. And since I'm not going to do the outro at the end of this, I'll do it now. Always remember, sound is for everyone.
Hey, Sam. <laughs> hey, hey, Brad. How's it going? <laughs> it's delightful. Hey, all right. So it's the end of the year. We uh, Last year, I, we did a 2023 resolutions podcast for Patreon. I'm not going to go back and listen to it because <laughs> it might be painful and depressing. Uh, painful, yeah, um, yeah. Don't Don't know how much I... St- stayed on track. I, you know what? It might have been helpful is I could have written those down somewhere. <laughs> um, might have been easier to track, but whatever. Hey, here we are. Uh, how about you? Do you ha- do you even remember what you said? I have no memory. Uh, I'm I'm sure it's the same stuff I say every year, where it's like I want to be more on top of stuff with the label, and I want to make sure. I don't yeah, know. I I don't even know. I mean, like. <laughs> I, again, I, I do think the tone's probably the same as every year. You know what I mean? At this time of year, I'm usually like buried and wanting to get back on top of things and being like, ah, oh, I missed opportunities and all this. Isn't things. it funny? And like, and I've been doing this, like thinking about, you know, and I've been saying this out loud, like, oh, just trying to get over the fucking finish, just like limping over the finish line here, trying to get through the end of the year. Like something's going to magically change. <laughs> when it turns. Oh, I know. I, I always give people the advice to like stop making. <laughs> you know, goal lines. There are no goal lines. Yeah, it's just, it never ends. It doesn't, being an adult means it doesn't stop and you have to I just know. be good in your rhythms. And I myself constantly like, well, after this week, I'm going to get healthy in this way, or I'm going to do this habit better. And it's like, no, the healthy thing to do would be pick today. To do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's such, it's such bullshit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. uh, uh, I'm fully in that mode. Uh, I do like that. I'm fully subscribing to, I only have a couple of days left of it, but like the idea of like this week being like goblin week, like where you just become a non-human, yes. you know, like, um, 100%. I'm very much in that, Ooh, I like uh, it. Yeah, goblin. in that right now where I just don't feel like a functioning person. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, I was saying, I was saying to Eden earlier, I was like, is it Saturday is it, I have, who fucking cares? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't give a shit. It's not, I don't, yeah. not going to change the bullshit I'm doing. Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, well, okay. With that though, what, so I have like two things mm-hmm. next year that I'm going to try to be better about, but I'm only going to talk to you about one of them. Sorry. You'll have to, okay. you'll have to listen to the podcast for the other part. Cause I'm gonna talk to right. Dante about it. Um, yeah. so that segment may be before or after this one. So that'll be weird. Um, anyway, I mean, it will be before Fuck, shut up, Brad. Okay. So, but um so what about you you were you were about to say something before we started this like that you've been thinking about and i stopped you oh the, the, i uh i definitely have thought about 2024 because only because a a bunch of stuff slipped into 2024 you know because i kind of paused the label to get my personal like mm-hmm. job I, i've been running a, a startup and you know the second half of the year first half of the year was very busy for debacle and then second half of the year, I kind of had to pause to keep things on track. And um, along with that was a couple things slipped, which is totally yeah. healthy. I'm, I'm glad I, I let it slip, right? Like, instead of saying, like, nobody else knows these things are coming, so why not just push it back, right? And then um, and then when I went to put something into production, the weekend of Black Friday, my, my uh, manufacturer that I like to use um, was kind of doing a silent black friday sale and i said oh my god these deals are nuts i should put everything that's in like half done state into production and pay for it now both for like the tax reasons you know like like i'm putting a bunch of costs into this year and also jesus christ this is just too if i think i'm doing these records i should just get this discount right (laughs) um it's a lot to throw on a credit card or whatever you know but like yeah i 
this is dumb not to do it. Right. So, um, I called a, you know, a bunch of people. I was like, dude, give me your thing. I've got it. You know, I was like, it's a scramble. And I've, I even messed one up where I was like, I thought we had finished this being vinyl. I was like, no, you had convinced us to do CD. I was like, fuck, I paid for vinyl. You know, like I had to do oh all this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I have a good relationship with those okay. guys over there. They, um, <laughs> I was able to stop it, but I was like, oh God. Um, anyways, a bunch of stuff's into production, so and a bunch of stuff already was in production. So I kind of have to now. I'm supposed to be sitting down and like planning out the beginning of the year because like a bunch of stuff's about to come, and I just want to figure out like last year I did this big push of using like Holix and which is a um, press release kind of management mm, tool that's yeah. overpriced. But I kind of wanted to like be an early adopter and maybe like help those guys a little bit and. Um, see if their prices ever came down or give them some feedback on the tool. There's some stuff I liked or didn't like about it, but like, there, you know, I kept kind of going with it. And then I, I paused my subscription and I'm just going to go back to like Squarespace plus MailChimp. I can do most of the same stuff, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I kind of get back into some good rhythms on that. And, and it's just like, I'm really in the mode of just put the records out and give them the best, I can give them and not be so hard on myself to like, I don't know. I'm getting better about spacing things out and not getting too jazzed, but like, and not only being able to work on the label in bursts. Like I, I like mm-hmm. I'll have this two months of like, Oh, I can do it. And then I like can't, you know, mm-hmm. that's so unhealthy, you know? And so I got some really wonderful records coming out and um, I'm just going to try to do it in a healthy, calm way and figure out a way that I can be better at like, not disappearing on people for a while because I think that's my number one problem is yeah. just drop off the face of the earth. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, that's something we've talked about. I think we've probably talked about it in the 11th hour, but just the idea of, and, and I do this too. I mean, we all do this of just when you can't give something your full attention, just like letting the person know like, Hey, I'm sorry. 100%. And like, and how that counts so much more than, you know, leaving them in limbo and then three months later being like, Hey, here's the full answer to this. Cause by that point they're like, what the fuck? Yes. 100%. Um, and I'm, I'm the king of this when I'm uh, unbalanced, you know, in any way when, the, you know, and so yeah, we have talked about it, but like, yeah, it's still a thing for me times a million. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, I'm in my, cause I, I mean, I do that too. Everybody does that. Everybody does that. Like that's, but I, I think in like in my head, I, I think I'm like, well, I'm just, by doing this smaller thing, I'm somehow creating even more work. <laughs> and and, yeah. and it's not entirely true because it's like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I can. A lot of time you're giving yourself a lot r- more runway, but it doesn't feel right. like you are. It feels like you're, and I can, you're turning it back on or something, you know? What I mean? Yeah. And I mean, and I think that most people are pretty, I think most people have a lot of grace around that because we're all, and, you know, we're all drowning. Like we're all doing too much. We're all just overworked yeah. and overburdened. And, uh, you know, like these things in your, you know, like the label me, like my music, like all those things are like super important to me. Like, it's like my, it's every, but it's like, it's not everything, but you know I mean? But it's just when, you know, like making sure my kid gets to school on time or that I'm present for whatever, like those things, have to take priority and so it's like fine i don't know i'm i'm still i'm I'm getting better about finding those balances but i think 
you know, we, we, we have preached on the 11th hour until the end, like even as we are planning the final episodes, like being very transparent and like this, you know, we talked about like radical acceptance and like just being open and honest, you know, I think with this, that's just being like telling people like literally I'm so swamped right now. I will swear to you. I'm not ignoring you. I will get back to you. And I can the, like most people be like, cool. Yeah. I, and it's like, I, I, we've talked so much about it, but it's still my number one struggle. I'll just tell you yeah. that. Right? Like it's my number one. Do you have any like ideas or tools or whatever about like how you're going to be better about it? Or is it just a wing and a prayer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think one thing is I have had moments of practicing that and it got me out of jams and it got, it felt better. So like, it's just like the more you do it, the better sure. you get, you know, like there's a little bit of like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy right, a little right, bit. Right, right. And, and so I have felt like I'm moving in a good direction and it's also good to be like, yeah, when I slip, I shouldn't kill myself over it. You know, it's like, it's like you have this huge bad habit. Like you're, it's not going to be fixed tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, I don't, I mean, it's a good point. Like the, there was some systems I was hoping to get into place, but I don't know if they will around just like being much easier to have the details of what's going on with certain things at my fingertips. So answering questions are a lot easier. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things is like, I don't want to give a wrong answer or like, if I don't have a good answer, I don't want to give you an answer. And then I really, I look up and it's like, Oh, three weeks have passed, you know, because I triaged it off the path being like, I can't, I don't have a good answer right now. So I'm going to triage this over here. And then you're like, oh shit, that's been way too long since I've given a good answer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, It's almost like a snooze button. Putting a snooze button on it is problematic in that it like creates like, oh, I did something with it instead of like, I didn't come back to it, you know? And that's it. It's burning a hole in my psyche because I haven't answered this, said anything. And now I'm feeling, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. And so, and some people just do just get lost in the, in the shuffle. And I'm like, oh shit, sorry, man, here, here's the answer, you know? And, um, and so I think there's some things I can do and I know there's certain things I can do to make myself feel better about it, but like the, about, about like answering halfway, mm-hmm. you know, to give giving non answers. But I think the biggest thing is just being re like retelling myself, kind of getting out of my own, you know, removing myself from my, my brain and going like, just answer that. Like, stop. Like, I just have like some quick things of like, recently I have noticed myself going like, no, stop putting that to the side. Just give a quick answer. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to do the full answer, do the quick answer. And it's like, I've, I've responded to a couple of things with like, I have no idea when I'm going to get back to this, but I like this a lot. If by the time I get back to you, we want to have a conversation about this. If somebody else hasn't like snapped this up or done something with this or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. somebody sends me a good demo or something. I'm like, That'd be great, but there's no pressure because I don't think I'm going to get this for a long time. And like, <clears throat> that's not an email I would have sent a couple of years ago. I don't think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know. I just, I would have just not responded and then shown up a month later, like, Oh man, I meant to tell you, I love this, you know, <laughs> like, which is a horrible, right. nobody wants that, you know? So, um, yeah, I just, I am noticing myself do it more, but I think it's a well said thing that like, if I don't put anything in place to make that better, how do I expect it to get better? And again, 
I kind of thought I'd have something that would help me manage this stuff a little bit better, and that's yet to be seen. So maybe I need to think of another system that's similar towards just organizing all this stuff that's in the air. Because, again, having being able to just glance at something and be like, oh, yeah, that's the state of that thing. Let me get you back to you instead of like, oh, I got to read back in threads of emails and I got to remember right. where I was at or um, what I owe to people. It's just that's a bad but that's so minor. That's such a minor part of the reason I'm not doing it. That's much more of an excuse than the actual real thing, which is I'm just triaging it away because it's easier. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm just not responding and doing the, 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 the frankly easy thing, which is, Hey man. Yeah, totally. Let's talk about it later. You know, <laughs> like, or, Hey, I'm still alive. Don't have time for this. Want to check in. Yeah. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. You know, like just a little bit of that would go a long way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's it's definitely something I could be better about. I don't know. I, yeah, I wish. I don't know. And I and I have no tools or answer. I was, that's why I was hoping you did. Cause I was going <laughs> to steal it. Oh yeah, I'm trying. I mean, I I will be completely transparent. Like I, a lot of the reason I built the startup I built was to kind of like for people like me that needed mm-hmm. to have. Um, a place to put their brain and, um, you know, it wasn't exactly about the same topic, but it was more about teams that need that, you know? And so, uh, when we were using that, this is a funny side thing. Like we were bad about a lot of things. Our tool is trying to make things better. There's not an ad for the tool. I wanted to say what it is, but like the point being when we were building it, we were bad about a lot of things it was trying to fix. And you would think we would try to fix it. But the whole point is we're bad at this, so we need a tool. And we <laughs> right. need to get better about a bunch of the things that we got better about as a team, the team building it, until we had the tool. <laughs> like, 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 there's just a need sometimes for, like, something to get automated away or something to help you because um, because you're just not going to do it otherwise. And, that, like, we were, like, such a po- poster child for that. Like, no, we're doing this because we're bad at this, not because we think everybody else is bad at this and we should teach them how to do it. It's like... No, we're really bad at this. Like, I, I want a place to put and organize stuff and capture things and have it out of my head and know if it's done or not and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was a, there's a reason that those two things are dovetail, you know, like yeah. the flaws I have in my personal life and the thing I want to build for other people are like, <laughs> one, the overlap is kind of hilarious, right. you know? So, yeah. So, Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, no, it, you know, it's, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I, I'm just transparency goes a long way. I need to, I need to like fucking put like tattoo that on my fucking hand or something. Yeah. I, just to, I don't know. Cause I know, I just like, I know I appreciate when people are just like, Hey, I can't fucking, yeah. but it's hard. It's, it's hard to do. Cause we're, it's ingrained in our skulls of like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't. I need to have an update. Yeah, you can yeah, do everything. Something. What are you talking about? This is yeah. this is how it works. You owe them this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. Most people don't care. They just want to make sure you're alive and that you you they want to know the status. They don't want to know is it progressing. They just want to know the status, right. you know, of these. Especially because we're all in side project land, you know what I mean? Like when we're doing this stuff, you know, this isn't your daily job stuff. Yeah. So yeah. We're a lot of us. So yeah. Uh, it's definitely the ongoing, you know, that will probably be my ongoing thing I'm working on. Well, maybe this will be the, the year, maybe years. this will be the year you crack the code, like, and have some <laughs> kind of major breakthrough and 
then you can share it with all of us and be like, hey, <laughs> here. I, the fucking stupid thing is, I think the thing is, it's just doing I it. Know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I think that's true of all these things. It's like either you decide to do it or you don't. You know what I mean? And and maybe there's some underlying like chemical problems and there's underlying stuff, but it's like it's the commitment to actually just doing it. And I again, I think I've gotten a little better. So like, I'm not trying to be um, too harshly judgmental sure. of myself. Yeah. There's been times where I've slipped a lot, but I've also gotten a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, and so, like for me, it's when I, you know, and I've, I think I, I don't know. I've talked about this maybe on the eleventh hour more, but it, I'm. So like I made some pretty major uh, changes to my like diet and exercise and stuff a year over mm-hmm. a year ago, and it was it was because you know I went and got blood taken and it was like oh hang on if you you know don't you're gonna it's gonna be bad and like yep. and I've said I I I'm really good at making those changes like just doing it after I've been punched in the fucking face and yeah and there hasn't and and with this stuff. Like the stakes aren't as high as like my health, (laughs) right? Like, I don't know what getting punched in the face in this, you know, in this world or whatever means. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think I'm like, that's, I need some, that's the thing that's going to really make it my, like push my brain into action or something maybe for better or worse, mostly for worse. Like, I mean, it's great that I can do it when the time comes, but God, it'd be great if there's a way to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this. But uh, (laughs) yeah, no, I, I I agree. I've certain things I've struggled with. I've always been like, I think it's problematic that I'm like very functionally messy in these ways. You know, like if I, if I had a, rock bottom it would be a lot easier right. to be right you know, be, you know start start working on certain things but it's like i kind of can keep keep my head above water you know and that's the problem you know so yeah. um but yeah no i hear you and yeah i think i just i think i will tell you i do think i'm a little tiny bit better so like uh-huh. if that if i can say yep. that next year then i'm i mean cool if, yeah, no yeah, i but, mean yeah that's the thing like most of any of these things, it never, it, there is never a point where it's like, okay, done, fixed. It's a constant work. Like everything's, it's a work in progress. It's, and I will say, I think a good amount of doing it has to do with saying that out loud a couple of times yeah. on the 11th hour or when we're just chatting to each other because right. we're very similar, different, but different people. And like, we both have this and it's, it's a little bit of like, no man, just go do it. Like, yeah. like, like, the, like, like, uh, you know, just like talk therapy, just like anything, just saying it out loud to somebody else. It makes you be a little bit more better about this stuff. So that's been nice. That's been really nice. And that's kind of like why we want to figure out ways to like continue to have this conversation past the life of the the pod. Cause it's like, yeah, this has been good for right, us. You know? Right. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why you'll be a recurring guest here on the Foxy Digitalis <laughs> podcast. Okay. Well, that's yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> I guess it's my turn, real quick. Um, yeah. So one one thing that I'm that 2023 has made me realize is that um, I need I need to be more selfish. At least that's the way I'm going to f- phrase this, <laughs> in the sense that I need to be better about making have taking more time for my own work and my own projects. Mm -hmm. Like, 
a lot of my sound projects, like it always gets pushed down the list because I need to write this thing for Foxy or do this thing for Foxy or, you know, and I like Foxy D's not going anywhere. Don't worry about that. But like there was a point it was, it was maybe not, you know, maybe the beginning of 2023, like and before where it was, I need to be writing and publishing two or three things every day like that. Mm-hmm. That's bananas. That's not like, I don't know why I thought that. And I mean, that's just what, you know, but it was, and I stuck to it for a long time. Like, but then as I, it, I mean, we're really kind of switched for me is as I started working on the sound leaves, which again, like I got very lucky and got a grant that helped make that happen. So it allowed me to take that time because, you know, um, but it, a, I just, I felt better about so many things and it just was like this amazing, amazing thing. But it was, but I realized like, Oh, like, and so you see like about halfway through the year when I look at how much stuff I was publishing, it dropped off. And the thing mm-hmm. that I finally have been able I'm like, that's okay. Like, it's really hard for me. Like I've, and we've talked about this. I'm really good at talking about and promoting other people and bigging up their work and hyping their work and, t- you know, like, and I love doing that. I'm not going to stop doing that, but like, I've been, I'm not good at doing that. Like, by even saying like, no, the work I'm doing of my own stuff is just as important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's a change for you to be honest. Yeah. It's a big change. And so I, I don't know exactly how that looks. Like I have some ideas and, and I actually had, it was uh, November. I don't know. It was towards the end of 2023. It must've been late November. Um, Gretchen Korsmo was in town for, she was here for some film festival thing. And so we met up and had coffee and sat and chatted for a while. And it, and we talked a little bit about stuff like this and, she, but she, and I'm sure it's, okay. hopefully it's okay. I'm sharing this part of this conversation. I'm not going to, I'm talking about myself, not her, <laughs> but, but she asked me, she's like, you know, like take out everything, like any of the expectation, like what, if you could, be doing like what what do you how do you want things to look what do you want to be doing and i'm not going to say what i said because i don't want (laughs) to i might tell you like uh, i've probably told you off off air quote unquote but i still think about that and i'm like damn like that that's like where i'm trying to get to and so it's figuring out a way to balance my own thing and being okay with that and like talking about my own stuff and because it's worth talking about and it's worth sharing about. And I need to get the imposter syndrome shit out of my head. Like it'll always be there to some extent, but like, that's what it is. It's like, Oh, well you're not worthy of talking about or whatever, but like, and also still like, because I think it is very important to like the stuff that Foxy D covers and writes about, like I'd still want to like, that's super important too. So it's like, the balance right now is like 85, 15. (laughs) I need to get that balance in check. And that means me a bit more selfish. And so, yeah, that's one of my goals. And again, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. 
um well yeah that's a, that's one thing i would say just listening to you, like I, I think it is a symptom of a lot of journalists who have talent and want to go do something with it where they feel like a they cover all the stuff that's wonderful you know like they 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 cover perfection all the time you know mm-hmm. what i mean and then they're like they're trying to get their career up and going you know and you've been doing this for forever you know and it's like if you're constantly putting through the lens of like, am I as good as all these people I write about who are especially the best of the best? You're like, you kind of start from, I'm talking about years ago. I'm not talking about today, but I'm talking about right. like, it gets embedded in your brain of like, I am measuring myself against all the stuff I measure everything else against. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, and you just go, well, I'm never going to be that. So <laughs> I'm just going to kind of put it in this, like little, hide it under this blanket and sort of like, I want to do it, but I'm never going to like act the same way I would act if I was truly just an artist by myself. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, there's just a different tone to when journalists um, become musicians or are just are musicians, and 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 a lot of them don't know how to promote and don't know what to do. And again, they 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 spend their whole lives putting things in context of movements and all these things, and like you can't do that to your own work. And I think it usually starts that way and then you, you might not be there right now but it's like you probably had a period of that and so like trying to get your brain to mm-hmm. like stop doing that to your own work is like probably kind of hard and so um i think i think i don't know i think it's healthy that you're getting to this point it's probably unfair to yourself that it took a little longer you know sure. what I mean? but like but like you are doing good work right now and you are um you're, you're sort of like, I think you're doing better. Like, what do I need to do? Yeah. You know, I think all this stuff from the Fox TV podcast to you just, you just like, what do I actually want to do versus like, what is expected of me? Yes. And, and it doesn't feel that much different to me in the end is you're just sort sort of shaping it in a way that makes a little bit more sense to you today. Instead of just going like, well, this is what you do. Right. This is how I do it. You know? And so, and maybe being a little bit more honest to, what's going to work in 2024, 2025, you know what I mean? Like being a little bit more honest about like, why are you trying to do it that way? Is that a feasible way of doing things in this day and age, mm-hmm. you know, like actually mm-hmm. taking a scalpel to what's going to be impactful, you know what I mean? And I think already some of the things you've done both for your own work, you know, getting out of, you know, you're exhibiting to people who aren't people who know you, you know what I mean? Like right. that alone is a big yeah. thing. Um, uh, that's a way you, you grow your practice and you grow into a, a local fixture and things like that. You know what I mean? And so um, that's really cool steps. And then also just kind of going like, you know, the changes with the podcasts, uh, you know, becoming really important and all these things. Like, I think these are good, thoughtful ways of doing the same work, but in a more mm-hmm. what works today sort of way. And so I see it. And I also say, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, good. I hope that we can make sure you keep doing all these things. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, that, then, yeah. And having, having people hold me accountable always helps. <laughs> it's like, I've, yeah. uh, you know, talked to Eden about it. It's like, okay, this is, and I'm, and I'm saying this public, like this podcast will go out into the ether. And I also like that you're like treating your own music. Like it's worth something. You know, there's a little bit of like, sometimes when a, a, a that that's an extreme statement. I didn't know. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, 
like like you're like putting it out on other labels and you're like you're you're saying hey there's different tiers to like the records like some of these records i just want to put out you know in a very like kind of here's this net label sort of i want to share this with people and then you're like oh this one's important and this one's important and this one fits this label better than my label you know and like like you're you know like we have work we're kicking on something that's been cooking for a little while and like i heard it i was immediately like oh this is really cool i it feels really different like let me can i have that one you know like and then like (laughs) I don't think I would have asked that because I, w- I wasn't sure if that's what you wanted out of out of stuff. But like you know, you're starting to do stuff like oh, what's the series of stuff on Room Forty, and like I think that's as much as that in like the long and short of things doesn't really mean anything, money and time wise and all these things. I think it does mean something in oh, I feel differently about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like it's not going to change like how much time and attention you're going to get from it, but it will. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it shows that you're like, oh, I have some, not even ambition, but just pride, you know what I mean? Like, I, and, and I'm thinking about more like, how does this fit into the larger world? This one should be over here and this one should be right. over here and this one should be over here and this one's for me and this one's for the, you know, like, like you're growing where all your stuff lives. And I think that's healthy. I think that's good. Um, I don't know if that's how you perceive it, but that's how no, I no, 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 no. That's absolutely. I think that all tracks, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see where it goes and what next year brings. <laughs> I mean, I got I have so <laughs> many big ideas that I'm like, I, you know, I got it. I have to figure out how to do these, and that's going to take energy and time and money. But like. I feel it in a way I'm like, I have to do this. I, it's feels so yeah. important to me and, and, and I need to not, you know, yeah. Like I need to not shy away from, cause I mean, that goes into, you know, again, big topics I talk about all the time, like earnestness and vulnerability of being like, no, this is really important to me. And I think it's really good. And it's worth mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's yeah, a really not, hard not like- thing to say about your own work yes yeah <laughs> and not like not immediately kind of underselling something just because it came from you you know yeah and and, 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 and yeah, it sucks I, that it's I, that way and it like and i know and, and oh, we it's all, that way for everybody. right and we yeah. all feel that and we shouldn't it should you know i mean be funny thing is you tend to feel that not feel that way when you don't deserve it and then when you do deserve it you feel that way very right hard and it's like not nah, brad like <laughs> you know like there's some early records are like yeah these are fine and then uh, they, some of this new stuff you're like whipping out i'm like oh that's really good yeah. you know like you should <laughs> you should do you something should really with proud that. of that <laughs> you should do something with that but like 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 that's good you know like that's really good like it took it to the point of like being like oh this patreon release can i just put this out i like this a lot you know like um it doesn't it sounds like a new side of you you know like that's fun yeah like, and that's um well good that yeah makes like, me feel like yeah, I'm, okay of, that like i mean hearing those things it's like yeah that's okay i'm i'm doing yeah something you sh- right. you're doing stuff yeah. yeah exactly and i say the only other thing i would say is just make sure that you're also have the flip side which is when things outside of your control prevent you from doing these things that matter a lot to you yeah. hey make sure you're not going to implode and i say that <laughs> as somebody going through something right, right. now so like, um <laughs> uh do as i say um right not as i do you know but like protect yourself in some ways against being fully earnest about how much you want to do something but also when it doesn't happen yeah especially if it's not because of anything you did you know it's um yeah don't let it totally just just 
destroy you. Don't let, don't let it. Yeah, exactly. That's the next step. And we're going to do the next step and the next step. And again, like you're kind of with some of this stuff, you're really early on your career. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in, in certain, certain parts of this. And it's like, thing I always say, which I'm sure you say, it's like to musicians is I don't care about your first 10 songs. Like I'm happy you're jamming for the first time ever. You're doing some cool stuff and then you want to show it to me. And it's like, cool, but I'm really stoked for songs a hundred. So keep jamming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, even if these are great, I don't care. That means your hundred songs could be really great. You know what I mean? Like, so same thing with that. It's like, don't let these first couple steps, if they're wobbly, right. mean anything to you. You know what I mean? Like, when you're 55, that's not going to feel like anything to you. You know what I mean? Like you want to feel like you've built this career, you know, like, so it's good advice. It's good advice. Again, do as I say, (laughs) not as I do. That's the story Uh, of my life too. So I understand. Well, this is fun. Okay. It's been going on for a while. I'm sure people are like, Oh dude, shut up. Um, but as yeah, Sam will be as the 11th hour winds to a close. Sam's going to be a recurring regular guest over here. What are we going to be talking about? Who the fuck knows? We'll see. Yeah. It'll be different every time. I'm sure actually it will be different every time. It's be really boring. If we're like, okay, now we're going to talk about this thing again. (laughs) I mean, we did talk about rancid for 80 plus episodes, but, um, (laughs) all right, cool. Hi, Nina. Hello, Brad. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, how's it going? It's going great. There were lots of celebrations in did the past week. you set off fireworks? Guys- we did not because yeah. we live in the forest. Oh, that, yeah. Some people around here set off fireworks. Oh. And I just have to course. wonder what they're thinking. We had people, they started at like nine o'clock. It was like, you're a little early, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but, well, there are only a few days in the year where it's socially acceptable to set off fireworks right. in you, the neighborhood. Yeah, you got to get it in while you can. So, But out here, I simply cannot understand why anyone would do it at any time. Like one firework gone astray could set the forest on fire. Even yeah. in rainy season, you never know. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, and when, especially with all the uh, forest fires there have been the last few years, how bad it's been. Like, that's I not... I know. Don't tempt fate. <laughs> who would risk it? I know. I My know. neighbors. Yeah, your neighbors, apparently. <laughs> I don't know who they are or where they are, but I hear it. Uh, yeah, it's hard not to. Um, well, we're okay, so we're going to talk about some... I, I normally don't... I don't know. I don't. I hate calling them resolutions. I don't know. I don't... I don't... I say I don't do New Year resolutions, but I guess I kind of do. I did this last year, and I said the same thing. I was like, oh, this is a new, it is. Um, and I also think it's funny. I think about, I was thinking about this the other day, how it's, you know, I've been, and I've been saying this in, like, all my podcasts at the end of the year, like, oh, just got to get over the finish line. Like, there's some magical thing that's going to happen when it, it becomes January that, <laughs> I don't know, the, the world is going to be different, and I'm not going to be exhausted. And it's not the case. It's still the same. But it's uh yeah something happens on the psychic plane when you cross the threshold of a year yeah even though nothing has changed right something shifts psychically so yeah or at least we'll yes. take it uh, well exactly um 
So how, how are you how are you feeling about the year ahead? I am actually so excited for it. I feel I I just, you know, it's like with any swath of time, you don't know what's going to come your way. Yeah. There are like mysteries around every corner, ideas and projects that you're like itching to do and like wounds that you're eager to heal in yourself. So I that is the energy with which I am yeah. approaching, approaching 2024. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of yeah, I feel the same way. It's just there's this sort of promise of the unknown <laughs> and mm-hmm. it could yeah. be it I don't know it could be anything and and in some ways I mean like there's a lot that's outside of our control but there's a lot that it's can a lot of it is up to us and yeah um yeah. I try to remind myself of that uh well and it, it is so easy to be just completely avalanched by all the things that are out of our control and there are some periods of life where that is so overwhelming that mm-hmm. there's nothing. You just have to like surrender to that right. heaviness. But, you know, if you're in a space where you can be like, all right, I know that there's so much that I can do nothing about, but there yeah. are so many wondrous things that I can be involved in, get my hands in. Yes. Um, it's nice to lean into that. Totally agree. So when I, when I approached you about doing this, you mentioned... I can't remember what your phrase was. That was sort of your resolution. Was it like passionate intention? Was that? Yes, passionate intention. <laughs> I'm so intrigued by this and I need to know. Oh. Like, I need to know what this is. I need to know more. Well, so resolutions, the idea of a resolution truly oppresses me because there's just something about this idea of like i have resolved to do this thing (laughs) we don't know how things are going to change we don't know how we're going to change how our ideas will change the opportunities that we're going to be presented Mm -hmm. with that kind of change the shape of our path and our ideas so you know this is all so personal Right. Everyone does what they need to do. But for me, the idea of a resolution is kind of oppressive. And then I'm so depressed if I don't meet my resolution and I fail myself. Right. You know, like that that's such an awful feeling. You're just uh, heaping so, pressure on yourself. Yeah. Which there's already enough as it is. Exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, since the pandemic, as with many people, my life has changed so much. And also the vision that I have for myself going forward has changed so much. And a lot is uncertain and things are shaky. So I, in this recent swath of time, I've been like, don't do this to yourself. You don't know what your life is going to look like. You're open right now and you're working hard. But the idea of like, it, it just seems too risky to set a resolution. So this year... I decided that I'm going to go with passionate intentions. Mm -hmm. And this is this idea that there are like things that I want to like be pouring so much passion and energy and excitement into. Mm -hmm. And that I'm doing this with certain intentions in mind, with certain goals in mind, but that they're not set in stone. Like the Uh, idea is that it's more about energetic funneling like places that I want to put my energy and my love and and passion um, rather than like trying to meet these like hyper-specific goals. Uh (laughs) And I think that's where that feels really good to me because it's more about my, my energy and my joy and, and, you know, focus. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that resonates 
yeah, that really resonates with me. Cause I'm, yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I don't want, I don't want to sit up and be like, I'm going to write this thing that is, yeah, I don't know, A, B, and C, or I'm going to, I mean, even like I've been trying to, for, I don't know, a decade now, write the second half to this novella I published, but I gave up on like, I'm going to do that this year. Cause I said that two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, <I'm st> <laughs> and it's still happening yeah and it's like yeah with passionate intention you could be like i want to funnel this sort of energy and excitement into my writing project you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> it's less pressure it's less like by the end of the year i have to finish my novella well and that gets it gets to a lot of things um one of i i did a songs for our lives a couple months ago with my friend and who's natasha pickwicks who's this amazing pastry chef and she has this incredible cookbook that came out last year and one of the things she talks a lot about is with her baking and stuff and her approach is don't focus so much on the end result focus on the sort of joy and experience of doing it mm. and it like i've never like baking has never been a thing that i've because it felt intimidating and it felt like I, it was and because it, it was like focusing on that and and since that conversation like i've been like oh and so like for new year's we baked this cake from her book that was the most complicated thing that any of us have ever done like and it was so we had the it took like all day and we had just i mean it took all day because we had to like let it cool and stuff and we weren't baking all day but like there were techniques we'd never done but to her credit, she like did a really good job of explaining them in like simple, straightforward, non-intimidating ways. But like we just had the best time doing it. And then, I mean, huh. it happened to turn out amazing. And it's like was so good, like all that. But it was just like we had to like I mean, we had to make two different kinds of meringue. None of us had ever made meringue. And we were just like Oh my god. And we were just like kind of laughing about like, no, it, you know, this is never going to work. This is whatever, but we're going to try and it's going to be fun. And, and then it worked, which was like, holy shit. Um, you did it. Yeah. But it was like, I really, that's something I'm trying to do in more parts of my life is focus less on this end product mm. or whatever. And more, like you said, on like, okay, I'm excited about this. I'm passionate about this and I'm going to put my energy into exploring these ideas and this thing and see what happened, you know, and if at the end of it, Hey, cool, I've got a record or I've got a whatever, like that doesn't matter. Um, and yeah. if at the end of it, there's nothing, you still had a good time. <laughs> like you still, you yeah. know, this is so interesting. First of all, I saw a picture of your cake on Instagram and I was like sobbing for desire. <laughs> it was so good. It was so beautiful. I was mm. extremely impressed. <laughs> But, you know, this is sort of reminding me, like, you know, when you're going through a really, really hard time mm -hmm. and the only way forward is like to be like, I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. I'm just one step at a time, one moment at a time. That's it. Right. And that kind of allows you the space to move through difficulty. Mm -hmm. Like you're not prognostic pro prognosticating too far ahead, not trying to imagine what's coming up. You're just one step at a time. I feel like that can also work in, you know, mm -hmm. non-difficult times too. This, I, I feel like there's something very creative about this idea of like one step at a time. Right. Like there's, we know what's coming up. We know what we're aiming for, but I want space around myself 
to be expansive and creative. So I'm just one step at a time. Like I feel that this ties into this idea of like not aiming for this like, you know, death lock on the end result, mm-hmm. um, which I think can actually be stifling to creativity um, ultimately if that's too much the focus. But yeah, oh. like one step at a time, there's space. Space, right. space to be, space to explore, space to enjoy. Yeah, no, I... It, yeah, I totally agree with that. And it, I'm, it's still something that I sometimes I do well with, sometimes I don't. And But it's totally right when I when I feel like I'm working. I mean, and sometimes you have a deadline and you have, like, it is what you've got to figure out a way to get there. Um, but the moments where I, like, a lot of it is just sort of self-inflicted. It's like, oh, well, I'm doing this thing that I said, like, I said, I'm going to do like, no, there's nobody else is expecting me to have this done by then or do this specific thing, but I have said it and now, and then, but like you said, it's very stifling because then my brain being the way it is, is like, oh, we got to do this by then. I don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to. Nope. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) no. And, but then the times where I, you know, I, you know, especially when it comes to like writing music and stuff where I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and mess around. Like I got some vague ideas and images in my head and just play around. And then some of my favorite things that I have made come out of those moments of yes. just, yeah, not, not looking too far down the road. But you know, something that I really appreciate about your way with music, at least I get the this impression from you is that you you don't attach a lot of agony to your creative process when it comes to music like it seems like you really just kind of sit down and are with your music and the creation happens and it's not this like ah horrible agonious process i think that's really interesting about you it's taken me a long time to get to that point because Mm i um i was very much the other way and and it <laughs> like it had a very it was very bad for my mental health like it got to the point i mean that's in 2015 when i just kind of which is way before we even knew each other existed but like in 2015 i dropped off the face of the earth and didn't stick my head back up until 2020 and it was oh, because wow. i had just worn myself down to this really bad place because i didn't i didn't know how to have I, like I didn't know how to just yeah have the approach I have now and now it's like and I talked about this once with my friend James and we we talked about how you know when you're like back then when you're like so deep in the scene or whatever and like involved in all these things, it's hard like you get you find yourself like basically watching the numbers like oh did I get this many sales did I get this many down de- oh god it's down oh and, and like you let that just be so defining and it's and, and it's a horrible horrible and like it's just it's awful it's no way like yeah it's not good <laughs> it's no not way good. no way to live no it's not <laughs> yeah. and then you know and so like i said i just kind of dropped off the face of the earth unannounced and but he and i were talking about it. he's like you know when you have that experience where you step away from it, he's like it's kind of like this death of your career in a way it's like a, and, yeah. and but once you've experienced that death it's so freeing because you realize like the points don't really matter and it 
like, sure, it's nice, but it doesn't keep you up at night. And you just are able to be in the space of just the, like, I am creating things because of, I want to, or I have to, or I have this thing inside and it's not chasing some imaginary goal. Basically. I mean, that's where, you know, you get into these, uh, you're focused on some end result that is all made up. Like none of it's real, (laughs) but you let it become so real that it, yeah, it's like a stick, just another stick to beat yourself over the head with. And so, um, I don't know how I ended up in talking here, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not in that space anymore. And it's like, and and like, so what you're saying about, yeah, passionate. It's just, it's so, it, it just feels like such, at least for me. And I think for you, obviously it's a better place to be in and to allow that like artistic side and that creative side to really be itself. Yeah. um, Yeah. And I think that's like a really beautiful, wonderful thing. So did um, you, did you end up making resolutions? Um, yeah, I have kind of, I mean, it's, they're, they're not like goal oriented either. They're more general ways of being, um, Mm. one of which I, which there, I I don't know what order these segments are going to be on, on this episode of the podcast, but so you may have, if your people are listening, you may have already heard it or it's going to be after this. I talked to my friend, Sam was, um, trying to shift the balance of my sort of creative life to where it's not so heavily weighted on Foxy Digitalis. And I give my own basically like allowing myself to believe that my own work is just as important and my, the things that I'm doing as an artist and as a musician and as a composer are just as valid and deserve just as much space. So that's dealing with my own imposter syndrome and all those things is a whole part of that. But anyway, um, but the other one, the one that I was going to talk to you about, which is, I haven't figured out the best way to define it, but it's basically, so there are, there's two sides of this one. One of my favorite things in the world is listening to someone talk about something they're excited about. Like, I don't (laughs) care if it's music. I don't care if it's whatever. I mean, if you're excited about like, I don't know, Nazism, please don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Go away. (laughs) But like, I, I love hearing because there's just something so infectious and wonderful about when somebody is like really genuinely excited and like they have this, these thoughts about whatever this thing in them and they can't keep it inside. And like, they just want to, and I, and I, and, and I also know like having been in that space with some projects I'm working on where, and I I always tell people, I'm like, if you get me started talking about this, I'm going to (laughs) just spew words at you for 20 minutes. Um, But we forewarned. Yeah. And, but so like it was a couple of months ago, we were at breakfast with our friend Elliot and he was like, he was, it was, was around the time that the sound leaves. I think it was still, I think the installation was still up. So he was like asking me about it. And and then I was telling him about other projects I'm working on and just, and he was just like, so excited. He was just like, I love hearing this. This is like, and Aww. so 
there so like hearing i love hearing people be excited but also like when you are excited about something and you talk about it to somebody and they kind of return that energy and like like it is the best feeling in the world yeah and so i and again this is sort of like i was saying in some ways like antithetical to this idea of like oh but i need to give my own stuff more space but anyway but i want to be that like create a space to be that person for people so like when like i kind of think i'm going to do a segment on this podcast regularly where it's i'm gonna have somebody come on and just be like tell me what you're excited about what are you working on what do you that you're and just and then be there with them and be excited about it and let them spew it out into the world because you know we all i think we've all experienced this we're really excited about something and you start to talk about it and people are just kind of like oh whatever or like make it end yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you just like you feel you hold yourself back from like expressing that excitement because it feels a it's very vulnerable to yeah and yeah. and so we suppress it and that sucks like those things yeah and so unbridled enthusiasm i think can sometimes be like looked on as somehow silly or mm -hmm. naive or something in our culture or it's just like simply not cool yes exactly <laughs> to be super enthusiastic which is really sad i know but, you and know it's so interesting brad because as you're saying this i'm like so much about foxy digitalis is literally dedicated to this idea already what where i am seeing like the difference is that the reviews that you do and interviews where you talk about people's work and their projects that they've released and shared and stuff, um, you're kind of, uh, it's like almost a retrospective, right? Uh, you know, enthusiasm. Whereas it seems like you want to give people space to be excited and about their dreams, like the things yeah. that are still dreams yeah. and to have their dreams be seen. Cause there's nothing like so heartbreaking as having these like wild dreams in your mind. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to write some stuff down. I'm going to write some music. But then you look at it, you know, in the light of day and you're like, is this foolery? What right. have I done? You know, <laughs> but it seems like you want to give people space to like, yes, allow their dreams to be given, like to be seen. By yes. Another, that which is, is very lovely. That is very, yes, that nails it. And and to do it, like, you know, in writing, it is retrospective. It's a very astute point. And it's also detached. Like, mm. I am not, and so, like, there's something, that, like, that extra layer of, like, having the face-to-face -face or Zoom face-to-face, -face, whatever, like, conversation about it. And it's just, it's so much better because you can, like, I mean, you know how it is when you get excited, you get animated and you can, and like seeing that, like for me, I mean, and, and some of this is selfish because I like, that is fuel for me. Like when I see people get excited, <laughs> like that a makes me excited for them, but then that kind of taps into how I feel about like the, my own dreams. Right. And so, yeah. And, and I think, I think we, I feel like we live in a world that is very dark in a lot of ways and it is we are either told explicitly or subconsciously, or we feel like and it's kind of what you, like, it's like, I don't know. It's not okay to have these dreams. Like mm. it's somehow 
I don't know. It's, I think a lot of times, at least I, it makes me feel like, I'm like, Oh, is this silly? Is this, I mean, am I being like you said, it's not cool. Like it's not. Hmm. And that's a bummer. <laughs> like It is a bummer. <laughs> and so, you know, I, if I, I, I realized that my, and cause I say this on songs of our lives all the time. Like I don't, I, I, I could, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't know that I'm like a, I don't think that I'm as a writer, I'm not a critic and I don't want to be like, that's not my play. Like I'm not, there's plenty, there are plenty of things that I could write critically about, but that's just like, I don't, there's other people that can do that and can frankly do it better. I like people have called me. I've had, I guess I've said this, people have called me a cheerleader and they've said it as a negative thing. <laughs> I'm fine with wow, that. Wow, rude. Yeah, like, and I, that's, that's, like, I want to, I don't know, man. There's, there's so much negative stuff out there in the world, mm -hmm. and I don't, I just, I don't, I don't need to, whatever, I don't know. Well, and what is wrong with being a celebratory force in your community? What's wrong with that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no, but I, I think many people choose to define themselves by what they don't like or what mm -hmm. they, you know, disapprove of and that that's the driving force of how they see themselves, how they feel that they take up their space in the world by negating right. things. And there are many things that we need to negate in the Absolutely. world. You know, there's a lot of really horrible stuff. Yeah. But I think, um, I like you, I don't think that you're the sort of person who defines yourself by the things that you, I don't know. I, I don't know where this is going, but I just, I don't know. You're, you're not that force within your community. You're not a negative force. Yeah. I don't want, like, yeah. And I, I mean, you know, and I've talked about this, I talk about all the time, like things like earnestness scare mm -hmm. people like, because I, I mean, I, and I was, it scared me for a long time. I mean, it still does sometimes, but it, a lot of that was, sort of self-reflexive in the way that it was like, Oh my God, this person is like saying things and in this very open and honest way that I am too afraid. Like, it's like, I agree with that, but I am way too afraid to say that myself and yeah. put myself out there like that. And, yeah. and I, but it's like, it's like one of those things where I think we're all better off if we can, can't feel safe to do that. And so I, keep to and you know i have a 10 year old child and i always say i try to not in specific relation to this but just in general i try to like model behavior and like that i think is healthy and good that i want her to mm -hmm. see and with this it's like okay if i can do this then maybe somebody else will realize oh it's cool to like be excited about this thing that maybe seems ridiculous but i don't care i'm excited about it. like <laughs> All of it's ridiculous, and to some degree, like that's true. So no, it must. I imagine it's so intense. How like having a kid really raises the stakes. Oh my god! Of essentially everything, and especially <laughs> your own behavior and approaches to things. Yeah, and it's a whole other thing when you see thing they you see them doing things that you're like, oh god, that's me, and that's okay. <laughs> I did this. Yeah. Yeah, my mom loves to let me know those things. She's like, I told you. Oh, what a sweetie. Yeah, so, but yeah, so that's, that is one of my big resolutions. And it is, I just, 
I don't know. I want to, I, and I love hearing about, I, I like, I want to hear about your crazy dreams. I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like bring it on. I'll go there yeah. with you. <laughs> well, it's like a, I do feel that it's very powerful to have someone make space for what is still in the etheric realm. Yeah. Just because things start to, the longer that they remain in the etheric realm, the the increasingly less feasible they feel. At least that's how I felt in the past. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, and part of wanting to do this episode of the podcast is like when you say it to somebody else and you put it out there, it becomes a little more real. And a little, it's, yeah. it's yeah. not as easy to just be like, oh, whatever. But you know, and, and sometimes you <laughs> have to foolish maybe dreams. Yeah, and sometimes you may realize like, okay, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. But it still doesn't mean you shouldn't dream it. And dreams don't have to all come true. Sometimes yeah. it's just nice to have dreams and like share those with people. So Are they like a little window that yeah. will take you into something else? Right. Yeah. yeah. It may not be that thing, but it may lead to some other thing. And, and you know, and I think another thing we've all experienced is where we, ha you talk about some idea of like, Oh, I've been thinking about this thing. And then somebody's like, Oh, you should talk to so-and-so cause they're, and then you, like, yeah. when you, when you put it out there and don't just keep it in your head, sometimes you end up meeting people that, you know, like, or, and that's a whole other thing that is yeah, um, a wonderful, beautiful, important thing. So, so well, yeah, that's a lovely resolution. Good. I think so. It's, yeah. You know, I feel like the, I feel like in some ways 2024 is going to be pretty dark in a lot of ways. So it's like, all right, I need to find some points of light. Know, we, we all can. have to like buckle up. Mm -hmm.